This podcast is intended for healthcare professionals only. Welcome to another episode of the Diabetes Knowledge into Practice podcast, bringing you news, views and updates in diabetes care. This episode is supported by an educational grant from Novo Nordisk AS, who have had no influence on the content. I'm Emma, and today we're bringing you another News Flash episode to update you on newly published data, summarising the key takeaways in under five minutes. Today we're examining a study published in Diabetologia by Chaitong Churangsuk and colleagues, titled Diets for Weight Management in Adults with Type 2 Diabetes, an Umbrella Review of Published Meta-Analyses and Systematic Review of Trials of Diets for Diabetes Remission. We know that weight reduction is a cornerstone of type 2 diabetes management and leads to improvements in insulin sensitivity, insulin secretion and loss of fat from the liver and skeletal muscle, as well as improvements in all weight-related risk factors. In the direct trial, 86% of the participants who maintained over 15 kilograms of weight loss achieved remission from diabetes. However, while the current ADA guidelines emphasise personalisation of weight loss strategies, they do not make specific recommendations around diet composition. So the authors of this study were concerned that clinical practice might instead be led by what they described as distorted evidence and claims. Not only does weight loss vary widely between patients following the same programme, which may be due to metabolic diversity as well as adherence, but comparisons of different programmes through past systematic reviews and meta-analyses have also given conflicting results. This review was therefore designed to settle these uncertainties and to guide clinical decision-making, ultimately helping to update the dietary recommendations of the European Association for the Study of Diabetes. This was an umbrella review of all available meta-analyses of randomised controlled trials of dietary interventions for weight loss in people with type 2 diabetes. The studies were grouped by diet type and ranked by quality of methodology. A second systematic review and quality appraisal was also carried out of studies of dietary interventions reporting remission of type 2 diabetes. For this, the researchers first included randomised control trials as the primary outcome, but as so few had been carried out, they also included non-randomised studies. They used risk of bias tools to assess the quality of these trials reporting remission from type 2 diabetes. The researchers identified 19 meta-analyses that examined diets for weight loss. Compared with conventional low-energy diets, defined as between 1,000 and 1,500 calories per day, very low-energy diets, defined as between 400 and 500 calories per day for each 12 weeks, resulted in 6.6 kilograms more weight loss at three months, while formula meal replacement diets led to 2.4 kilograms greater weight loss over a period between 12 and 52 weeks. There was no benefit found for low-carbohydrate diets compared with higher-carbohydrate diets. The researchers also found that all other dietary approaches, including high-protein, Mediterranean, high-monounsaturated fatty acid, vegetarian and low-glycemic index diets, achieved minimal or no difference in weight loss compared with control diets, and that the meta-analyses of these approaches were of low quality. For type 2 diabetes remission, programmes with a total diet replacement induction phase were the most effective, with a median 54% of participants achieving remission after one year. This was 15% for Mediterranean diets and 11% for meal replacements. 
While very low carbohydrate, very low calorie and ketogenic diets saw around 20% of participants in remission after one year, the researchers raised concerns about the quality and risk of bias at these studies. The authors concluded that very low energy diets and formula meal replacement diets are the most effective for weight management in type 2 diabetes and that no particular macronutrient profile appeared to be more effective than others. For type 2 diabetes remission, programmes with a total diet replacement induction phase were the most effective. They recommended that further research should, instead of investigating potential small differences resulting from different macronutrient profiles, focus on optimising the implementation and support required in using these diets for weight loss. The authors pointed out that among the limitations of their analyses, the tools for assessing quality were very strict, meaning that many meta-analyses were deemed to be low quality. They also highlighted that most trials included European participants, while patients from other countries and ethnicities may have different responses to these diets. Thanks for listening to this data summary. For more updates on new data and publications, subscribe to the podcast so you can receive these as soon as they're published, and we look forward to joining you next time.